Hey, aloha, everybody. This is Jeff Reinbold. This is the Jeff Reinbold Show, and we are Pope's Super Wild Card Round. And I'm joined, as always, with, with uh, my great partner from the Ireland. All right, let's start it over. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> it's Michael. How are you doing, Jeff? You good? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. Hey, um, are you tired, man? You, you sound tired. It's you know what, Michael. It's it's just six o'clock in the morning. I've been up since four o'clock, and uh, just six o'clock in the morning back here in Hawaii. And we had a weekend. I mean, a weekend of football. And you know, I think the coolest thing was we had games Saturday, we had games Sunday, we had games Monday, and in every case, really, there were great examples of why we all love the National Football League so much. And this show, as always, is brought to you by 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the NFL in both the UK and Ireland. And Michael, what were your takeaways from the weekend? Hold on. Now, you, you do this to me, so I'm going to say, hold on, wait up. We couldn't talk about it last night, so we can briefly mention that just the support that you were getting um, just online, people, you're, you're, you're going to be in talk sport for the Super Bowl during the game um, and also during Radio Row. I didn't want to publicly comment this because I don't think it's appropriate. Uh, your show will continue as normal. So it's even more Jeff, which is awesome. So congratulations. I'm, I'm buzzing for you. And I feel that I think you can see by a lot of the reaction, Jeff, a lot of people are too, or everybody is. Well, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I You know, obviously when you get a chance to work with Nat and you get a chance to work with Big Red, Nat and I call it Nasty Nat and Big Red. It's going to be a great I've never show. heard the words Nasty Nat before until I seen that tweet last night. I'm not going to lie to you. I laughed. I laughed well, big time. Nasty Nat and you, Big Red. Did you see Did you see somebody, some one of our listeners, viewers, did, uh, apparently there's a candy called Big Red, and, and they somehow Photoshopped his picture on top of it. And he goes, he sent out a tweet, damn it, Jeff Reinbold. And I told, I sent back a tweet. And said, "I, wh what are you, what are you, what are you tripping about, man?" It's like, I see a, a big time six figure endorsement deal here. <laughs> um, I'll publicly say this: I'm, I'm buzzing for you, man, because I think you know if anybody deserves it, you do. I, I'm really excited. Um, we're not going to delve into our Vegas plans yet, but we want people to be surprised, and also we don't want to give anybody ammunition. So I'm not saying anything just yet. However, we will be live from Vegas every day, myself and Jeff. Please, God, if we all get there in one piece, Jeff's got about 17 flights to take. I can't speak highly enough of the guys who talk sport that will not are great guys, but even the people that you don't see on um, or hear on the radio, the, the producer behind it, really, really nice guys. Been lucky to share time with them over the last couple of Super Bowls and have a lot of time for them. So uh, I am really excited for you, Jeff. It's, it's, it's going to be good fun. Now, on Super Wildcard Weekend, my takeaway is this. What day is it? I don't know anymore because I'm just like, I'm wrecked. I, I am. I'm tired. Like, And I'm glad we're doing this podcast early to get it out because it's important news to get out. And even at that, so much stuff has happened. But um, your boy fell asleep mid-second last night in the middle of the Eagles. Fox, my body was like, no more. No more. But frankly, the game is over at that point anyway. <laughs> well, you know what? It's interesting that. Um, you know, I was watching the game and I was listening to there's a there's a gambling um, radio station now FM station across the United States, and they were they already had a line 
when it was 10 old bucks, they already had a line on the Lions Bucks game. I mean, it's amazing. It's a it's amazing. And did you see the numbers that Peacock drew on that stream? I did. I mean, are you telling me that 18 or 21 million or whatever paid five bucks? Really? I mean, look, look, l- l- let me just say this right now. Pro Football Ireland and the Jeff Ryan Bull Show have no affiliation with the NFL. We're very supportive and we love what they do and we appreciate every opportunity they get, that they give to us. If, 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 21, if 21 million people watch that, if that's a lot of people on a streaming service at once, that, like, that's incredible. I just think it's a lot of people, Jeff, for something that's not on TV. Well, I, the number the number that we heard over here was 23 million. And so, you know, you think about that, Michael, at five bucks a head, right? And I was I was driving in this morning with Dennis Thurman, who played nine years for the Dallas Cowboys and the the Cardinals. And we were talking about that. And I said, it reminds me of back in the day of boxing when you used to get the pay-per-view events. You get Hagler Hearns or one of those fights and there'd be 50 million people would watch the thing. I, I think that may be the way that the NFL is going to go, at least partially go, because it just it's a it's an unbelievable revenue stream. And I'm you know, I'm the more ways we can get the NFL, the better. And that's why I think a lot of people are just really excited to have you on the radio. And I know that the guys do a stellar job at TalkSport. I've never seen somebody work as hard as Bill Gavin. Um, I, I just in Radio Row, so I know you'll be on the airwaves a lot, and we're gonna have your show at least once a day. I, I'm I'm really excited for this. We're like three weeks out. You were we're in, before we talk about the games. Ireland next Friday night starting Galway. L i n k t r dot e e slash NFL Ireland. There are two massive guest announcements coming in the next forty eight hours. One of which we can't talk about, but I will announce on here before we announce publicly. Tommy O'Donnell former Munster in Ireland rugby player is going to appear in Cork. So really excited to have Tommy there. Tommy's a Cowboys fan, so that'll be interesting. Uh, but oh, it's funny, got, Jeff, because... We got a lot of discovery. We, we might have to give Tommy therapy after what the Cowboys did this weekend. John Conlon, the hurling player in Limerick, is an Eagles fan as well. I, I texted him this morning going, are you still coming? LOL. Um, anyway, I'm so buzzing for Baker Mayfield because... You know what, Jeff, there's times in your life when you're shot down, when people don't give you the light of the day, and when people don't believe in you. And I think back to the time that Baker was drafted, and I, I remember watching his his Instagram live in 2018 when he got drafted, and the hype around it, and it didn't work out. And the way in which it ended in Cleveland, going to Carolina and getting benched in Carolina, yes, he had that one big night, and I was buzzing for him that night uh, on Thursday night in LA with the Rams. Didn't work out in LA. Wow. He's back, baby. Tampa, like, wow. it's one thing to go into Tampa Bay, right? It's another thing to go into Tampa Bay the year after Tom Brady retires. They win the division and they stomp the Eagles. And we can sit here and we can say, well, the Eagles didn't show up. Doesn't matter. Baker Mayfield, no. baby. Baker Mayfield's two games in the Super Bowl, Jeff. Oof. You know, uh, Mike, you know, when you talk about Baker Mayfield, the NFL, and I, I've said this numerous times to my players, it, you know, pro football is about two things. It's about adversity because that's one thing that you can 
guarantee you're going to have, no matter who you are or where you're drafted or anything like that. And the second thing is opportunity. And Baker Mayfield has been through the adversity that you can face in your career. You've been dumped by Cleveland. You dumped by, dumped by Carolina. You've been dumped by the Rams. And, you know, it's your, you're on your fourth team. And you go in and all of a sudden it works. All right. And I think that's a combination of environment, play caller, maturity, all kind of coming together at the right time. And you look at Jared Goff, he's another reclamation project that now is is playing and has a chance to get his team to the Super Bowl. Um, so I'm happy for Baker Mayfield. I'm happy for Todd Bowles because I thought midway through the season, I thought Todd Bowles was in trouble because Tampa did not look, they kind of looked dead in the water. And, you know, Mayfield has really been uh, instrumental in, you know, bringing that team around. And, you know, they got a good defense. And who's to say, you know, they're, they're going to go up into Detroit and that's going to be a hell of a football game. I mean, that's going to be a great football game. You know, and then you look at the Eagles. My goodness. Wow. Well, well, you, 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 I, I don't mean to come into it, but perfect. Wow. Yeah, this, that's, that's what you were saying, but halfway during the season, but Todd Bowles, 60% during the season, they're 10 and 1. It's nuts. 10 and 1 and can't finish. And and there wasn't, they weren't decimated by injury. They had injuries like everybody else has injuries, right? They got, they imploded from inside. You can, it's obvious to see that, you know, how Sirianni has lost his football team as badly as he's lost them is a mystery to me. I think, you know, changing coordinators midstream. Now, whose decision that was, I don't know. But changing coordinators midstream, that's always a, a an upheaval. They didn't tackle. Michael, their tackling yesterday was atrocious. I mean, and you look at that Eagles roster, and I'm going to tell you something. They're... The, the, they got a roster. Look at the Cowboys. The Cowboys give up 48. Now, you can say two of those are, are pick six touchdowns against the offense. But as a football team, you give up 48 points because, you know, if the offense is scoring and keeping the ball, the defense doesn't give up that many points, right? And the Cowboys just look like they weren't ready to play. They got out coached. They got out efforted. They got out executed i mean and all the credit goes to the packers I mean, and again same thing now the packers they got to go to san francisco but you think they're going to be scared going out to san francisco no they're going to go in there and they're going to they're going to take their shot right same thing true you know you look at you look at these games coming up this weekend i know it's a look back not a look forward but you know we've got great matchups again this coming weekend and we will look at them uh, probably in more detail. I'd say on on our, on our Thursday show, if I can, if I can squeeze you in, Jeffrey, and on on your tight schedule. Um, now, Eva, Jeff, before I say anything else, you're Eva, a huge Hawaii fan, or you are somewhere. Just just seeing that thing in the back. I'm going to say no more and leave it at that. Uh, I do want to very quickly say in the Eagles, Jason Kelsey retiring today. Uh, expected at 36 years of age, but you know a one team man, a guy that was drafted by the Eagles. A Super Bowl champion, a seven-time Pro Bowler, and a six-time first-team All-Pro, and um, really a heartbeat of that team. 
and I've really enjoyed listening to Jason and Travis's podcast. And honestly, Jeff, for a guy that's a center, hearing his thoughts on on the game and just you know from from a different viewpoint, sometimes we focus too much on quarterbacks, wide receivers, or defensive leaders, hell, tight ends as well. But sometimes different positions go and be underappreciated. Like I think you'll agree, special teams definitely does. And um, so I'll certainly miss hearing his weekly take, but probably an emotional moment for him. But you know, we're recording at 13 minutes past four Ireland UK time on the 16th of January. Why is or how is Sirianni selling the job? Like this has to be up there with one of the biggest fumbles ever. You think like I was sitting from here to my door from that flag play in the Super Bowl. Like they were so close, Jeff, and they couldn't finish, as you say. And for them to now go one and done in the playoffs when we look when they looked not that long ago like they were going to be a divisional team and they would be playing sorry they looked like they wouldn't just be a divisional team but they would be winning the nfc to then get the week off and it, it just it hasn't happened and the niners have stormed it and it's over before the niners have even ran it down or thrown a ball this week it's just it's, it's scary biscuits as i said jeff well, you know, first of all, let's not anoint the, you know, you can anoint the Niners as NFC champs if you want to, but they've still got to play a couple of football games. And Number um, one seed, I mean, and it, 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 it's, it's a non-American term. I'm just using that phrase, my bad. All right. But again, I think that there is absolutely some serious conversations going on in both Dallas and in Philadelphia with the way that those two teams just, you know, just didn't show up. I mean, in the playoffs, right, Mike, the playoffs. And I I really believe that I don't think as much in, in Dallas, but I certainly think in Philadelphia, the signs of a guy who's lost his football team are all over that. I mean, the fingerprints are everywhere. Uh, in Dallas, you know, I, I just really feel like they got out coached. I don't, I, I again, you're sitting in, six dbs and people are running the ball on you and you might get cut you might get caught that way every once in a while because of no huddle or whatever right but when the offense substitutes and this is important for the fans to understand this when the offense substitutes and green bay went to what we call 12 personnel with two tight ends one back right the cowboys are allowed to substitute the plate you know you can't get caught with too many men on the field right so somewhere in the chain of command, something wasn't right because there are people who are responsible for giving you personnel. So Dan Quinn had to know, and he's in the press box, so he sees them come on and off. He had to know that they were in 12 personnel and they're out there playing with six DBs. And, you know, you got a 215 pound defensive back, strong safety, trying to take on a 300 pound guard. That's not great. That you, your odds, your odds aren't very good in that battle. I wanted to use the last seven or eight minutes to talk about the Bills and Steelers, Jeff, as well. I, I agree with what you're saying. I, it's it's really intriguing to see like just what just what you're saying about how the Cowboys were out sort of out coach, but yet the Eagles, yeah, completely break the bet completely on the bill. We'll, we'll talk about that in first if we get a chance on the Bills and Steelers. Um, obviously the Bills move on to the next round of the playoffs and 31-17 victors. Uh, Patrick Mahomes will play his first road playoff game in his career this weekend as somebody on our TikTok, which is blowing up, 
Didn't think it was that cool and down with the kids, Jeff, but it is blowing up at the minute. Somebody commented on TikTok saying, didn't Patrick Mahomes basically have a home? Or, right enough, didn't Patrick Mahomes basically have a home game at Raymond James Stadium? So I'm like, he didn't play for the, the Bucks. Somebody commented that. Our, anyway, anyway, that's going to be intriguing, but the Bills sort of went off a bit in the second half. Now, look, they won the game and they got there in the end. Mason Rudolph seemed to turn a corner in the second half, but they couldn't get it done. There was multiple mistakes and multiple opportunities in the first half of that offense for Pittsburgh, and it didn't happen. I think it was, what, two? There was one interception definitely thrown in the first half. But then, Jeff, I'd love to hear your thoughts on a couple of the calls that were at the end. Uh, was it the call? I can't remember who the player was. I think Alan went down and the player went at him. And Sue was saying on Sky that he thought it was a harsh flag to give. And that basically was the end of the game at that point. There was two really, really harsh calls, I thought. I'll take my Cedars hat off and say, look, Bills were a better team by a good bit. It was a no no win, no lose game for the Cedars. But at the same time, at one point in the fourth quarter, they weren't that far off of that Bills team. And that Bills team will have to wake up ahead of this Kansas City game this weekend, Jeffrey. What's your thoughts? I thought I thought this the Steelers got about as much out of the Steelers as the Steelers had to give, right? In terms of you, you lose your best defensive player in TJ Watt. You're you're playing with a third string quarterback and you're playing a really good offense on the road, right? And the fact that they were able to hang in there for basically most of the game, three and a half quarters, and uh you know, I think that speaks well of the Steelers and their mental toughness and their resiliency and, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin's ability to get the most out of his team. Um, I agree with you about Buffalo. I, I, you know, you still see the warts on Buffalo a little bit. And um, now, you know, you look again at, at, and I don't want to go get into the game coming up because we'll do that later in the week, but certainly Buffalo's got to feel good about the fact that they've got Kansas City in Buffalo and, you know, they won. They've won now, uh, I think it's four straight. And, you know, they're probably one of the hotter teams in football right now. They have a belief. And, and you know, again, Rasul Douglas didn't play. They didn't have all. They weren't at full strength either. And so as they get healthier, which they should through the playoffs, then I think the Bills are going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. Um, it was amazing to see. You, you got to understand how much snow there was in Western New York. And the fact that they could get the field ready to play is amazing on, you know, on one hand. And the fact that the fans could get to the game and, you know, take part in the game like they did. Because I thought the fans were, you know, a, a difference maker in the game. And certainly they're going to need that. Buffalo's going to need that next week. We will have a preview show on Thursday going through... The matchups, uh, I will sit here now and say I think we're already looking at a, a repeat of the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick and Joe Flacco. I think it's written in the stars. I just it just see, feels like the dominoes are falling, but we will talk about that in detail on, on Thursday. I have one last thing I want to talk about, Jeff, um, if you don't mind. If you've got a minute, just a minute of your time. Um, I got a minute. We're going to talk about this player and nobody else. Okay, uh, You may have seen, you might not have seen, Jeff, because it's 6 a.m. over there, um, a player... Who plays quite a quite a high profile Wales and Gloucester winger, Lewis Reese Zamet, has announced today, twenty two years of age, he is not in the Six Nations squad for Wales because he is uh, 
decided to join the international player pathway for the NFL. It's made big headlines in the UK, big, big headlines and obviously a lot of talking points. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and discuss any other players or any rumours that we've... Obviously, if you're in Ireland especially, you've seen a lot of rumours. That's not something that I'm going to do. I'm going to wait until we get an announcement. Uh, but obviously, Lewis has made the official announcement himself and I think I believe that was made due to the Six Nations announcement and we expect news in the coming days of other players. Uh, it shows you, Jeff, it's going up here. You know, we've both met and worked with Christian Scotland Williamson. I know you've met different guys on the on the IPP before, but that's a big that, that's a big slice there. He's very, very well known in the UK. And have you had a chance to see him before at all? Or is that something you're gonna be looking tonight, tape wise? No, I, I haven't had a chance to see him before. But you know, again, I think the success of people like Jordan Mylata and you know Dan Whelan and all the guys, the, the you know the, for, the the foreign born players that are now playing in the league. Um, I think I think it's fantastic, and you know you got to remember now, National Football League players, you know, and this is not a knock on any other sport, any other league, anything like that, but the National Football League is the most high profile professional league in the world, right? And the National Football League pays its players extremely well. Now, I have no idea what a Welsh player makes. You know, I, I have no clue. But I would imagine it's not as it's not quite as lucrative as it is to play in the National Football League, plus the exposure, plus, you know, competing at the highest level. And, you know, I think it's great because it's I'd love to see a crossover sport athlete go the other way see a guy go from the National Football League to, you know, international rugby. JJ Watson rugby. I, I would think that would be awesome. And, you know, uh, uh, so the more that these these elite athletes in the world cross over, I think the, the better it is for everybody. And you mentioned, uh, I see Rodri in the comments saying he's Welsh, uh, finally a Welshman in the NFL. We've seen some English lads go over as well, uh, some Scots. Um, I guess just hope that some Irish players might make it someday, especially GA players that they don't get paid their amateur sports. They go to work Monday to Friday, but like myself, uh, maybe we'll get an announcement in that um, in the coming days. Who knows? I'm not going to speculate anything any more than that. Jeffrey, have you any final words for us, my friend? How is uh, today no, looking for you? Just, just a you know, again, want to say, um, can you believe you. we got a podcast? Like, can you believe we got this done? Like so easy, like yeah, we'll do it. Get it done, no matter what we get it done. But thank you to everybody that that listens and watches this show and and um, all of our podcasts. Looking forward to getting to Vegas and uh, getting to Ireland and taking this thing on the road. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of laughs and and a lot of great interviews, a lot of great interaction as we go through. And then uh, then it's off into the. Into, it's hard to say it even, Mike, into the off season. I've already put half probably announced I'm taking a month. I am taking a month off. Good luck to you, Jeff. I love you, but good luck to you. Uh, Ronan Walsh, when are you back in Sky, Jeff? Just to finish off, Jeff is not on Sky again this season. Jeff is on TalkSport throughout the whole of that week. Ronan, you look like you're from Ireland. If you're in the north, you can get TalkSport on digital radio. If you're in the south, internet. If you're in the UK, dab on the internet. Jeff, back Thursday for our uh, divisional, the divisional round picks. There's literally four games, so it won't take that long, but we'll, we will be on. Maybe 
excuse me, maybe we'll have an opportunity to talk a bit more about the IPP. Maybe. Let's do it. We'll Let's see. do it. This has been Jeff Reinbold from Jeff Reinbold Show with my man Michael McQuaid for Pro Football Ireland and brought to you by 888 Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in Ireland and the UK. Get this podcast wherever reputable podcasts are brought forth, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and the Pro Football Ireland Network of Podcasts. Aloha. Aloha.